<clears throat> Are we live? Are we live in the cut? Are we live? I think we're live, boys. I think we're live, boys. I think we're live. I think we are live. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? How we doing? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, I can hear myself through my Oh, I can hear myself. What's happening? Hope everyone had a good E3. What's happening? Hope everyone had a good E3. All that you wanted and more. Sharing the link around should be good. Sharing the link around should be good. And uh, I will explain why we are on a completely different channel. And uh, I will explain why we are on time. a completely different channel. And, and uh, I will explain why we meaning are on a little bit. I will explain. Meaning in a little bit. I will explain why. We are on a whole different channel. That will be all explained once we get some people in here. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm just sharing this link around. No worries. No worries. No worries. Sharing this around. My phone going off. Oh my God! The phone be quiet. Thank you. And uh, yeah. Hope everyone had a nice E3. Hope, hope, hope everything was good. You know, mine certainly was for the most part. Aside from some channel issues that we had that we will address at the beginning of the episode. <sighs> but this is the official Cross Circle pre-show. You know what I'm saying? You already know. Uh, I want to put this actually. I want to put this over here. Hold on, I can't hear you. Can you now? Uh, why can't I hear you? Hold on. Yeah, that's a good idea. My headphones weren't plugged in. That's a. That'll do it. Classic. That'll that'll do it for you. Top ten bro moments. Top ten. Top ten. Top ten. <clears throat> Let me just adjust the real quick. Are we currently live? Yes, we are. We are indeed live, sir. Oh, Twitch. On Twitch, yes. Our um, some would call it a sanctuary city. Our, our uh, our what's that word? We're like refugees right now, you know, stranded. Stranded. Left it, left us for dead, but hopefully not for long. I got more updates. I'll I'll tell you later, but hopefully not for long. But, All right. Uh, we got Starks in the chat. Was good. So Kevin, before we start, absolutely, absolutely. Last week when we recorded, yeah. I asked you. Wait, during like the week before E three? Sorry, yes, last okay. episode when we recorded. Last last episode. Okay. Mm -hmm. I asked you to keep track of your predictions on a notepad or something. Do you have those still? That was not done. Oh, okay. wait. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, like the ones that I posed on the show? For the game, yeah. 
I think I think I have them. Let me okay. let me let me check. I think I have my predictions. Let me see. Uh, I remember I, you were asking me questions and you're writing down my answers and stuff like that. I have your answers. Is that what okay. you're asking? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I do have your answers. Yes. Cool. I do because, have Okay. Yes. Uh, I ran through the episode leading up to right now while we're live. And um, I have some things to go over mm. on what counts as a point or not. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so well, I'm going to write down. I would guess about the first half of the show going over the, the bets and such and then go into our top five. Or do you want to flip them? Honestly, I was going to just burn through the the results pretty fast. Okay, that's fine. That works out. Shout out the Toronto Raptors. Shout out Kawhi Leonard. Shout out the boys getting it done for the first time ever in history. For them and the franchise. Shout out to them. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> Huge event for us Canadians. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I assume. I assume. Us, us Phoenix Suns, you know. We aren't the best of teams, if I may. Um, so, <laughs> but uh, so you you took track of my answers for your questions, correct? Yeah, I'm compiling them all right now. Okay, beautiful. Okay, beautiful. Actually, let me just clean up my layout and do that. So wait, let me make sure one. Uh, Okay, cool. I have all five. They're here chilling. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. We're good. It was so, in It was, just to make sure, it was Splinter Cell, Avengers, kind of funny. Um, Last I, of Us. Yes, I have Last of Us Chiller as an Odyssey sequel. Gotcha. And, and that is Mario Odyssey, to be specific. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, lost that one was lost one. And so I have these all together for points. Okay. Do you do you have the your five like predictions? I don't think so. Okay. I think I have a couple of them. Okay. Um, I just like one minute to yeah. Write those down. Which which ones do you have? Because I think I can remember the the last one because i know they're off this list i know one of them one of them was fallout 76 um i think one one of yours to mine was a was the apology thing right i'm talking about the uh like remember how it was like oh evil within three is gonna be here oh like those predictions the last half ones oh man um yeah shoot i don't have those i just just wrote down your questions because I listened to them while I was getting ready, and I didn't write them down yet, and I remembered a couple. I just have to like, scrub through the thing real quick. Okay. But in the chat, how did y'all feel about E3 2019? How did how'd you guys feel about it? How did you guys feel about it? Let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Yeah, I'm also curious. I'm very curious because um, 
I don't know. This felt like a very weird E3, at least to me personally. I don't know if everyone has the same same type of opinion, but a very, very odd E3, at least for... At least the way it felt tonally, you know what I'm saying? Sark says it was I. I am. Sark. What was your favorite thing that you saw, Stark? Yeah, what's your favorite Fred, Kevin, Ben, Vli oh man, listen. Everyone, the entire E3 throughout the streams were saying that I looked like Fred Van Vliet, Billy looked like Steph Curry, it was crazy. Y'all are, y'all are wild out here. Y'all wild. I'm just shocked at the amount of stuff that we didn't see that we thought we would have seen. You know? Yeah, Starks, I asked what your favorite thing that you saw was. Yeah. Like, your just favorite game that you saw throughout the whole show. <sighs> oh, man. Um... How was your week though? How was your week since uh, E3? You playing stuff, or are you just uh, actually? I have been no lifing the Borderlands series. So as of the end of E3, I have as of the end of E3 until last night. I don't know how many days that is, but I beat Borderlands one and two. Nice. Which is a lot, a lot, a lot. So I'm gonna start. I think pre sequel tonight. We'll see. Um, and then roll into. Probably Tales from the Borderlands and then the DLC for Borderlands 2 that leads to the Borderlands 3, then I'll call that my catch up. And then what I'm playing next, not sure. Um, a lot of people, including yourself, are pushing for the Arkham series. Yes, please. So I think <laughs> I think, stream it. That would be amazing to stream. I think that I think that might be I think that might be it. I don't know. We'll see. But because I do want to, like, just bum through, like, the order again. Because that would be, like, a quick six, seven-hour game. No big deal, you know? Um, I kind of want to bum rush through Horizons DLC. But I don't know if I want to do that right now. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But probably probably the Arkham series. Favorite game was Cyberpunk 2077 and Avengers. Avengers was lit. Um, now, Christian, I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw. But um, there was a thing that happened where someone uh, recorded the Avengers gameplay behind closed doors. I saw that. Okay, I do have a saved file on my computer in the event that it is taken down. And indeed, I believe it is taken down, or at least very limited. But I do have a copy of it um, that, uh, yeah... It looks it looks like what I imagined it would look, and definitely those like little snippets in the trailer, um, mm -hmm. definitely were you know, um, reflective of what the gameplay actually was. But uh, how did you feel about it? <laughs> the game really shocked me. I'm gonna love it. Yeah, sorry, I can't wait to man. I just I just hope it all pans out and. I think there's a whole video I probably want to make um, separately, probably probably this week, about the notion and the almost 
low key, uh, what's the name I'm looking for? Low key, um, kind of confirmation that they're sharing universes with Spider-Man PS4. Very interesting. Yeah, so there's something that uh, debunks it, kind of. This is oh really? Okay, definitely. Let me know. There's something that debunks it. Okay, interesting. Yes. Interesting. Huh. Because I've seen a lot of parallels. That definitely does to me make sense. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. There's, um, you know, of course, when you find the Avengers logo on the building, Peter says uh, the Avengers are in the West Coast, right? Number one. Mm-hmm. Taskmaster says he's fought the Avengers multiple times, and then we see Taskmaster in the trailer for Avengers. That was interesting, you know. So there is some there's some evidence to support it, you know. And then the way they were dodgy about you know having something specific for PlayStation gamers, alongside mm-hmm. of course a beta, you know. I don't know. It seems it seems like it's a go, but if there's something that that debunks it, definitely let me know. Do you want to know now, or do you want to know later? You can tell me later. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Because I'll throw that in in the video too. That was Taskmaster. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. That was that was definitely Taskmaster in the trailer. Definitely. Hundred percent. That was that was Taskmaster. Yeah, hundred percent. But I think I have everything compiled now. Okay. Beautiful. Sounds good. Welcome. This was the, uh, I think, the longest pre-show. It was. It's lit. Because I had to prep the it show. Is, it is A-OK, ladies and gentlemen. A-okay. This is exactly what happens before the show starts, so just go off on scrambling some notes together. Absolutely. Um, okay. I'll be good? I am good when you are. All right, I'm going to roll the old intro. Hold on. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Cross Circle, the official podcast for PlayStation Source. We are back. We took E3. It hit both of us. We are here. Uh, we being myself, Christian Buckley, my co-host, Kevin Diaz. What's going on? It it hit both of us, but not only just us. It hit the old channel. Oh, yeah. Why don't we just start channel. with that? So I'm just going to address this. So obviously here uh, we are... You know, not on YouTube.com says PlayStation Source. We are on Twitch.tv says PlayStation Source. And uh, the reason for that is, um, you know, while we were streaming the Ubisoft conference, before then, we got simple, you know, copyright claims, no big deal, ah, da, da, you know what I'm saying? And uh, what, what, what happened was a similar thing that happened last year with people that were streaming the Ubisoft conference um, specifically. Uh, they revoked a lot of channels, not not only ours, but a lot of other people that I reached out to on Twitter and have been talking with as well, uh, trying to resolve this issue. But we got live streaming revoked on YouTube.com slash PlayStation Source for the time being. So uh, a lot of this past week, you know, us taking a little step back after E3 was definitely trying to uh, reinstate the live streaming feature, of course, because, you know, we all, you know, we, we use it a lot on, uh, you know, PlayStation Source and stuff like that. So, uh, YouTube support was not that helpful, so shout out to them. Definitely not, definitely not, you know, uh, listening to what I was trying to say, but it is what it is, you know? But I do have, uh, I am in contact with some people at Ubisoft support, 
that have been a lot more helpful. I definitely understand the uh, the whole scope of it. Definitely understand what happened, what what went wrong, and why it's not uh, uh, you know quote unquote right per se. You know, mm-hmm. so steps are being made. We will know there could be a chance it could be reinstated by next episode, but nonetheless, this will be uploaded to YouTube regardless. So, yeah, the the playlist will still be intact. All the episodes will still be there. This mm-hmm. one will just be live on Twitch, and hopefully, this will be the only one that will be live on Twitch. We will see how the end of the week goes. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. But yeah, that's that. So, all right. Well, um, last episode, mm-hmm. not last week, last episode, we did some predictions. Before yep. we recap those and tally our scores together, um, what was your overall impression of E3? Um, I don't know. I thought I thought it was a very weird E3. I don't know if everyone else has this feeling, uh, but for me personally, like I I don't know. Like I I didn't. Now there there were obviously games that I liked. You know that we will talk about later in the episode. But I think overall I wasn't extremely blown away. And I think that could be a lot of reasons. Number one, we are in a you know generation transition time right now where uh-huh. a lot of big games are going to be you know probably revealed with the next consoles and stuff like that even though there is backwards compatibility i think for both consoles but still nonetheless i'm sure you know those games are still in development you know so i think naturally we have a low period right now but um i don't know i just i just i just didn't this year didn't blow me away you know i was like i feel like there wasn't a big pop like a big like oh my god game you know at least from like a new IP, you know, Cyberpunk was oh my god, but that it's, I feel like it's always been oh my god type of game, you know. But uh, I feel like we haven't, we like we're missing a big like you know, the game of E three. That was new or you know something like that. But overall, I just thought it was a pretty eh, so like if I had to rate it, uh, maybe maybe a seven, maybe a six eight, I don't know something like that. It's definitely the worst E3 in recent memory. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's because of a lot of reasons. Like you said, I think it's mostly because of the transition period now. I don't think... I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, it's because Sony's gone. I don't think that's it. Yeah, me, no. I don't don't think either. You know, I know we're obviously biased, but um, I personally don't think that... No, I don't. Yeah, it's not. It's... Yeah. No, I don't think it's because of Sony. But, um... E3 may not have been as entertaining as I would have hoped, but we did a game, like I mentioned, that uh, was very entertaining looking back, seeing <laughs> how hopeful we were about yeah. some things, what we were expecting. It definitely did not go as what we thought, for sure. So we're going to run through the results of these, uh, these game, this game here. Basically, the rules were, we had five questions we were going to ask each other. If, if I asked Kevin one of my questions... And Kevin got it right. I would lose a point. Indeed. If. And then if I. If he got it wrong. I would get a point. Right. And then. After that. We each had five predictions. That. If we got right. We each would have earned a point. From each prediction. And then we had a. A triple home run. Grand (laughs) slam prediction. If we got it right. Yeah. It was three points. So, um, I have these listed here, Beautiful. and I gotta say, 
we're gonna debate a couple of these things on like what how, if it counts or not. Okay. But I don't. Let's just let's just go into it. <laughs> so, first off, I asked you, will Modern Warfare appear on the Xbox stage? You said, yeah, absolutely. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I, I don't. I mean, get it. I guess it it really did come down to the whole PlayStation as marketing, and they didn't want to break that. I guess. That is, gosh, I mean, uh, I, I don't, yeah. That would really shock me. I'm like, dude, how? Like, how? <laughs> it's it's crazy because, like, they had a presence at E3 on the Coliseum stage, mm -hmm. but they still didn't show anything. They and just... it was, like, the worst marketing, like, speech I've heard ever. It was, like, It was oh. really weird. It was a very weird presentation. They had, like, nothing to show from it. They, I think uh, the only thing, if I, I, if I remember correctly, I think they had two screenshots. I think so they had. I think two I think screenshots it, came out of E3 involving COD, but no yeah. really new info as far as I'm aware. Yes, like maybe an event in the summer, maybe a state of play. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that was, that was interesting how we haven't seen gameplay yet from that game, but oh well. So next question. The one you asked me first. Mm. You said, will Splinter Cell appear at E3? Dang, wait. Okay, this is where we're going to argue, right? Like, we split some hairs here. Because well, technically... Sam Fisher appeared, exactly, Splinter Cell saying. didn't. Hmm. And I, mean, I believe... Would it be safe to say, say that Sam... Do you have my... Sorry, do you have my answer see. here? Did I say yes to this one or no? Because I think I changed. Splinter Cell is not at E3 2018. You said no. Wait, I wrote on no. Oh, so I was saying it would be. You, you, you said it would be. Okay. Which is interesting, huh? So I guess now we have to talk about the essence of like Splinter Cell as a whole. Splinter Cell was not mentioned by name, but we did have Sam Fisher in that one mobile game that you talked. Yeah, about. and like I don't think Sam Fisher is Splinter Cell. Okay. You know? Okay. That so was the next question. Okay. I'm fine giving you that one. So I have one point from COD. You have one point from Splinter Cell. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, let me, I'm trying to keep track of these. So one one so far. Next, I asked, will EA reveal more than two new unannounced titles, not including mobile games or remasters? You said... Did I say yes for that? You said no. Oh, thank God. Okay. So, you got that correct. So, I lose a point. I, I, I thought I said yes to that, but thank God I said no. Cause... No, because you said no, and then I was like, I never said only at the EA conference, and then you're like, no. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised EA didn't show, like, anything new. Dude. At all. Oh, my gosh. Like... Or at least, sorry. Any new surprises? Because like they showed the new games for this year, but like anything new, new? Yeah, yeah. Nothing. That that EA play was uh, that was a that was a conference, if I may. I'm glad. I made a last minute decision. I was like, I I don't know if I'm gonna go uh or watch the whole thing because I could go to Boston today. <gasps> glad I went to Boston. I wish I cut it at um after Apex. Apex. Yeah, I wish yeah. I just dipped after Apex because everything else, man. Gosh, that was a doozy. God, but all right. So. Yeah, that's where I stopped. Yeah, I, I wish I stopped at Apex, but nope, did not. Okay. Uh, the next question. Indeed. You asked me, 
will Avengers be like, will the reception to Avengers be bad? And then we got specific and you said, will it be higher or lower than an eight to two like to dislike ratio on YouTube? Let me look at the trailer, actually. OK, yeah, wait. I'm trying to pull this did, up right now. Did we There's nothing on the Square Enix trailer? OK, so I'm just going to look up Avengers. Did we dictate which channel ads that come from? Well, well, Avengers we said official trailer. I don't think Square Enix posted one. We okay. mentioned Square, but let's just check on the Marvel YouTube channel. Okay. Marvel Entertainment. Okay. 13 million views. I see it. I got it. It's at 370k like, 35k dislike. Okay, so I got to do some quick math. I'm trying to so, for, I'm surprised it doesn't show us percentage ratio on YouTube natively, but. So I guess, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I guess this this will. It looks like it's gonna be like a ninety-eight, uh, not like like it's, ninety-five, ninety. The percent, the actual percentage is point nine one. So, or, sorry, the percentage would be ninety-one percent. Ninety-one percent. So it's a nine to one, pretty much. Deal. Uh, I said higher, so that's a point for me. Deal. Beautiful. How'd you feel about Avengers? Sorry, Just that's quick. not a point for me. You lose a point confused yeah 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 yeah. um okay uh see i liked the trailer uh-huh i personally like i wasn't super disappointed i talked about it on um excelsior my marvel podcast beautiful with my buddies which is going live later today beautiful. but we talked about like general impressions and through that conversation my friend jack was like yeah i'm kind of really worried because he wasn't hyped about the game as a service aspect and mm -hmm. then seeing like no gameplay from it it like made him worried because the game is less than a year out so having that conversation put it in perspective perspective for me and i'm like i could see it getting delayed i don't know if this was the right decision to just show it the way they did yeah but i liked everything they said yeah i liked what i saw mm -hmm. i don't hate the designs of the characters personally i think they're fine i like them i just hate cap i can't get over it man i don't know I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just so like ingrained in MCU cap and that's how I visualize cap, you know? I don't know. Yeah. But everyone else looks looks solid to me except cap in the suit. I don't not like cap like the actual human as cap, you know? In the game I'm talking about just like the suit. It looks like a hockey suit. I don't know. I don't know, but oh well. Uh the thing I am a little let down with is the lineup. Hmm. I was kind of hoping that the lineup would be a little more diverse and not just like the only MCU thing that I think is annoying about it is like it is that Avengers team minus Hawkeye for some reason. Yeah, even though they they then tease like no like don't worry guys like Hawkeye is like somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So like I feel like they could have gotten weird with it and like done right. done a really cool Avengers team. Like yeah. they could have done like something different. Like Iron Man, Cap, and Hulk. Maybe even Thor. Keep them, but like two other ones like Black Panther, maybe like Miles Morales. Maybe Captain Marvel. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Like, I think it, they had an opportunity to do something unique the same way that uh, Insomniac Spider-Man was like, yeah, we're doing some, like, s slight variations of these characters that you know, um, not even design-wise, but, like, uh, having Yuri in there, having Miles right. have, play that role for Peter. Right. So I was like, the, the cast, not the voice cast, but, like, the characters they chose, I wish it was a little more surprising and exciting yeah even even my quick thing also is that like you know 
I'm aware. We're all aware. Troy Baker and Nolan North. You know, um, oh my God, who's the, the who's the girl? Oh my God, uh, Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey, thank you. Yeah, all talented. You know, but I feel like especially not so much Laura Bailey, but especially Troy Baker and Nolan North. I'm like, I kind of want to see someone different. You know, yeah. Just because like when I now like when I hear Iron Man in this game, like okay, yeah, I I'm just gonna hear you know Nathan. You know, and that's great not. Pick, though. Yeah, it is a great like, pick. If you want to cast Tony Stark, oh, you did an all right job. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, but I totally get what you mean. I yeah. like them. I wish we got like a different. Vo- I don't know. You know, maybe just me. I don't know. Like, like, like maybe, I, yeah. I hope we can. This is the last thing. Then we can move on to the next one. But, I hope that Troy Baker gets to voice the Hulk because I want to see Troy Baker have fun and voice the Hulk, yeah. not just. Man. Right, right, right. That'd be very cool. Mm. Uh, moving on. My next question, I ask you. Will Bethesda meaningfully apologize for Fallout 76 on stage? You said yes. I get a point. Now, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we did. Todd Howard. We didn't hear an I'm sorry. Like, no, he did not. And it he wasn't even meaningful. He said something about like, yeah, that was a thing. Something like that. You know? God. Okay. Now, I'm not. I'm not trying to debate the point, right? He ignored. No, he acknowledged that it was a mess, but he yes. never apologized for it. And with his line of him saying, uh, "You know, it's surprising that we have a crowd like this given our last year." You know, obviously referring to the Fall '76 debacle. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, all right, Todd. Yeah, <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah I do. Also, that crowd was was odd, if I may. That that crowd was odd. I'm like, Man, huh? I'm like, what Bethesda. is what is what is this? Like when when the logo came up and everyone started like cheering, I'm like, what? What game did you guys play? You know? I'm like, guys, but, hold on. Some something's not right here. Something is not right here. This is like that was almost on par with the inside Xbox crowd from Mexico during that conference. I, it was it was you, it was almost like that. I'm like, there is something afoot here. Something is something is up. Yeah. Oh. Even the dev, when he walked out on stage with the producer, when he heard the cheering, he started laughing. He's like, <laughs> "Very, very weird. Very, uh, very weird." But I don't so know. I get a point for that one. Hey, Fallout Battle Royale. Who would have thought of that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey. I th- I thought about trying the free demo, but then I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that to myself. Mm. I, um. I thought about it. I might. I don't know. We'll see. Probably not. Um. Okay. Next up, uh, you asked me. Are you posited that all things considered, end of the day, okay. I would like proportionally, I'd like the most games out of the kind of funny showcase. Mm, I did. And I said no. Right. And I think I was right. Yeah, I, I, it sounds like it was. I know while we were watching. Because we reacted it, together, right? Yeah, yeah, we I did know. That live, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we did live. I know while you were watching it. You were like, oh wait, maybe, like you know, like remember that prediction, Kevin? Like it might, it might be real. I don't know, but um, I don't think that held up after watching Square and Nintendo go after. Yeah, you know, so I think that's where it crumbled. But yeah. all right, so yeah, that's that. point for me on that one. Uh, next up, how many games? I asked you this. How mm-hmm. many games featuring superheroes will be shown across all the conferences? You said four. Um, I did say four. Wait, let's go what through. Were the four oh, because we were hoping for the Batman stuff. Oh God, yeah. God, Jesus. So, Avengers, mm-hmm. Ultimate Alliance three, 
I think on the Xbox stage at the uh, Game Pass thing, Batman was used in the Game Pass marketing. What? I could be thinking this wrong, but I have definitely seen like several ads and banners for Game Pass the past few days that have Batman on it, and I think it's the same graphic they used in the conference. Wait, what did the bet say? Did, did it say like new announced titles no. or just I didn't because the thing is I didn't ask general. I didn't ask you what games they were or if they would be new. I said how many games featuring superheroes will be shown across all conferences. When you say superhero. <laughs> I'm talking like based on a comic book. Okay, okay? I was about to say like because I'm not. I don't mean like battle toads like, or something. No, like, no, no. I mean battle toads. I mean like you know people with heightened abilities, if I may. What What would you? Oh, like life and life is strange. No, uh, I'm trying to think of like um like uh like that like that new IP Outriders. I think that some of the characters had like elemental powers like oh yeah like there, there was that Ninja Theory game that was like oh they're here it's a hero shooter that yeah, yeah 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 okay. Um, so yeah, so even if it was three, close, very close. I kind of want to give you like a half a point or either a full point because I just think. asked for a number and you got pretty close. I'm trying to think if there were other superhero. No, because it's just, uh, I'll give you half a point if you would like to accept it. I'll accept the gesture, I'll accept it. Shout out, we out here. I'll You're one off, so you got 0.5. There you go. Deal. I will. I will, I will, uh, I will oblige. Okay. Next up. You asked me, will there be a Mario Odyssey sequel? I said no. Negative. But you know what I did say? Oh my god. I said, I fully expect, want, and believe a Mario Odyssey sequel is coming probably soon. Okay. But I think it's more likely they announce the next 3D Zelda. You did, aka say that. the Breath of the Wild sequel. Indeed, and that's precise. Before Odyssey. Mm-hmm. What happened? Indeed. I'm not asking for points. I'm just saying I want that out there that I did mention that on camera. Wait, was that written in the bed? Because I'll give you that point. No, 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 no. It didn't count as points because I, I, I was just like talking through my reasoning for uh, talking about the Odyssey okay, thing. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So I got that right, so I get a point. I see, I see. I think I'm still doing this right. Bouncing back and forth is a little bit of a trip between things I'm asking and you're, you're asking me. Okay. I said, will Sony have a representative on the Xbox stage? You said yes. What the f- Why? I don't know. <laughs> why did I say yes to that? God, I hate myself sometimes. Man, I don't know. Wait, what the f- What was the reasoning But I want to watch that episode now back again because what was the reasoning behind that? Hold on. Was it? I think, oh wait, was it the streaming initiative and the that like yeah, mutual it was that memorandum? and it was okay. It was that and you said like um, Sony yes, PlayStation no. Like that's your was your reasoning behind it. So ah uh, okay, I can I can kind of see that, but it sounds ridiculous okay. now. But all right. Um. So you got that wrong. So I get a point. Beautiful. You asked me, will there be a Last of Us Part 2 trailer within the week of E3, Sunday through Friday? I said no originally, and I switched to yes. Interesting. Uh, I got that wrong, so you get a point. Beautiful. Congratulations. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Shout out Last of Us, man. Shout out. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Now it's time to go through our prediction predictions. <clears throat> this is gonna be I fun. said, 
Evil Within 3 gets revealed. Negative. No, didn't happen. I said Prince of Persia. Negative. Didn't happen. Uh, Prince, I think Prince of Persia was like my side thing, and then I said like a Batman game. Either way, didn't Negative. get either of those. Yeah. Now, for my final two here, I said THQ Nicktoon games finally appear. SpongeBob platform are coming this year. Yeah, we need to discuss. So we didn't. So this set was a date. couple days before E3. We didn't set date parameters, did we? I think I said. I think I said during E3, but we never like specified when that counts. Like we did with Last of Us. I don't know if we were assuming it would count as the same thing for the Last of Us. I am willing for you to take that point. Off of I just... would settle for a point five. That's fine. That's fine. Because I also said it would be coming this year. It's announced for 2020. Hmm. Um, so. I, I am okay with the point five because, like, I thought you were crazy. I didn't know that there was yep. demand for this game, but apparently there is. So shut up. Shut up. Okay. Lastly. Mm. This isn't my wild prediction. This was my fifth. Okay. I said Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC shown. Trailer features Leon and Yuffie. We did get a trailer. I Leon did. and Yuffie weren't there. Right. 0.5. Okay. But Leon okay. is coming back because they announced that Final Fantasy VIII remaster. So. Uh... Happy day. Uh, so. All things considered, out of my thing, I got um, one point out of those. Yeah. Now, breezing through yours. You said Wolfenstein 3 will be there and be out this year. Damn it. Actually, no, you didn't say that. You said it would be next gen. Sorry. Um, Wolf- did not happen. No. Only Young Blood stuff. Uh, you said Game Pass is coming to Switch. Damn it. You said that I, Christian Buckley, <laughs> would have trouble breathing at Square or Nintendo. Now, did you have respiratory problems in any of those two conferences? I gasped okay. during the Nintendo thing. I was like, whoa. So for, I, for, for what? I forget what Link, it was. It might have been Zelda. Link's Awakening? No, for like Breath of the Wild 2, oh, I think. Oh, okay. Okay, so you you can have a point for that one because I did, I I wasn't like choking, but like yeah, yeah, I meant I, just like a, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it was a yeah. You get a full point on that one. Beautiful. Um, for some ungodly reason. God, tell me how bad it is. <laughs> you said Ubisoft will not have a Just Dance segment. Segment. <laughs> that was just foolish. I hate myself, man. Ubisoft conference was such a letdown. I came. I, I don't want to talk about Ubisoft's conference. Honestly, I don't want to. Um, it, it, it hurts my soul. So now, I think that was it. And then the for the final mega predictions, for three points. Beautiful. I said, Phil Spencer, either at the Xbox or Nintendo show, comes out with some Nintendo person, and is like, hey. Uh, Nintendo Select Rare Replay coming to Switch leads into a Banjo and Smash trailer. Okay, if parts of those are right, definitely. So I got Banjo and Smash. Banjo and Smash is right. Um, I wait. Rare Replay was there, right? Or am I tripping? Am I wrong? No, that was not a Switch announcement. I saw... It's not on Switch. Okay, that okay, okay, sorry. Huh. And then you said for your crazy one, Star Wars Battlefront Three just exists. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so um I'll take a, since I had there were were three points and 
I got the smash part right, is one point fair? Yes. Because, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So, let me add all this up. I got one, two, three, minus one, so two. Plus one. So, three. Plus one, so four. Plus one, so five. Plus one, so six. So I have six. Beautiful. And you. <laughs> Battlefront. Uh-huh. Is Jesus Christ. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. You said plus so plus one for you, so you got one. Then minus one for the Avengers thing. Then zero. Sorry, I think I have five. Not six. I meant to say minus one for you instead of plus one for me here. So the kind of funny thing, you lost a point because it wasn't my favorite. So I'm at negative one. You're negative one right now. That's hot. Um, plus point five for you. Negative half. <laughs> um, plus one. We're at half. 1.5 plus 1. So Wait, you have two and a half. Two and a half. Okay, cool. So I got five. You got two and a half. Congratulations, Christian. That took one. much more time than I was expecting, but the true that's how it all shook out. The true winner of E3 2019. Shout out, Christian. Dude, yeah. I'm just shocked at the amount of things that were not shown that we would have sworn they were going to be shown. Yeah, like, like, the biggest one, I think, for me is Batman. Right. And anything Rocksteady, anything Adobe Montreal, like any, I, like, and I, I believe Rocksteady said before even E3 started, I think it was on that Thursday or Wednesday, whatever, that, hey, Rock can be there. I, I thought they were joking. I was like, I was like, there is no way. Yeah, because see, when that happened, I was like, oh, so WB Montreal is definitely showing Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Um, Insane. But yeah, I think this E3 was one that was not full of surprises. I think yeah. it was one that was more puzzling because of the things that weren't there. Mm-hmm. Like almost no Capcom at all, which I mean, makes sense. They had a really stacked first half right. of the year. Right. They got monster hunter later this year. Right. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty light. Yeah. Pretty light three. We'll see 2020 boys. We'll see how it goes. But yeah. So yeah. let the record stand. The current uh, score for E3 predictions Christian one, Kevin zero. Your boy. We will continue this next year. What's good? What was? Did we do one for last year? No, we didn't. Last year it was just like what we wanted. We did like a top ten of things we're expecting. Ah, uh, okay, I remember. I remember. Okay, cool. But now, mm. for the remainder of the show, we're also doing another top ten. Mm. We are doing my five, your five, together ten. Beautiful. Our favorite games that we saw from E3 of this year. Mm. Now, before we start. I would like to ask you. Yes. Does Death Stranding count as an E3 game? No. Why? No? Okay. Wait, why? Why would it count as an E3 game? Because, man, that might be the best thing that I saw. In the <laughs> you hate to hear it. <laughs> Yo, ain't that crazy how PlayStation won E3 without being there? That's crazy. Oh, man, you hate to see it. Okay. You know what? So, that's fine. If you want to count that, it's okay. It's we'll see how it goes, because I oh, got, like... Fine. I got two things definite. No, I got like. If I got four things definite. I just don't know what my fifth is yet. That 
that was my spot. Like, I have a few that I like. I have one that I'm even questioning even being on my top five. I have a ton of honorable mentions for things that, like, I knew I was going to like when I saw it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I don't think they were worthy of, like, being in the top five. You know, I tried to do, do the top five of, like, brand new things that we saw at E3 that we were not aware that was coming. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, Watch Dogs Legion, yeah, y'all know I'm a Watch Dogs fan. I'm going to like it when I see it. It's, you know, even though right. Legion was kind of wishy-washy for me, but whatever, you know. So my top five is just, like, brand new things that we saw. Okay, cool. Um, I'll kick things off like we did earlier this year. If you remember back in January, I uh, I took a full-court shot with this game. A full-court shot. Because, like, it was kind of, like, unknown. <clears throat> I had faith. I was, like, other side of the basketball court. I just, like, shot that thing. Yeet Terrible it. aim. Yeeted. Terrible aim. Because gotcha. I had no idea where it was going. I, I feel you. But my boy Greg Miller <laughs> grabbed that basketball. Oh, no. Alley-ooped it, slam dunk, mm. skatebird. Oh, yeah. Oh, skatebird yeah. I forgot. Came back. Um, This was on my top 10 most anticipated for the year. I think it was my number 10. And I don't think it's coming out this year. I know there's an alpha. Uh, I think the Kickstarter is either still up or reached its goal almost immediately after the showcase, but I loved everything I've seen of this game, and I continue to want it so bad to fill the void of Tony Hawk and Skate in my heart. Skatebird is amazing. Mm -hmm. Just the idea. I I already love in games where it's like you're this creature, or you're you're existing in this world that's a fully realized world that you and I would like live in and it's just a normal room, mm-hmm. but you're just shrunk down and then everything is like completely different. So like Toy Story, right. any of the Toy Story games are great. I love that those for that reason. Um, there's a lot of Kingdom Hearts levels where you get shrunk down to like Alice in Wonderland, you get shrunk. Um, Cinderella, you like run around with the mice. Right. The idea of being just a little bird on, on like a tech deck and grinding on pencils and like binders and stuff. It definitely, yeah, for real. Amazing idea. I feel that. And I love what I saw. Now, you bring up the kind of funny game showcase, right? Mm-hmm. Something that I forgot to look into upon doing my list. There was one game that really was like, all right, this is my type of game. Do you remember what that was? I think it was Forgone, actually. I'm going to do a. Do a quick copy paste. Let me, let me make sure. Was Forgone the um, the roguelike with like the cel shaded art style? It definitely says two gorgeous souls like to the adventure. Yes, it was that. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna replace that on the list with a game that I had on there. So the game I had on there originally was Minecraft Dungeons. I'm gonna swap. Shout that game looks. That, yeah, that that game really looks good. Now I'm debating on even taking it off now. Dang. Alright, take it as you will. Minecraft Dungeons was on the list. I'm now slowly re- replacing it with Forgone. Um, I was I was happy about Minecraft Dungeons too, so that can be our number 11 on this top 10. That, okay, okay, that's cool. Because That's a shout out. Bet, bet. Because for me, both of these games definitely share that comment of, alright, this is definitely a Switch game. This is definitely a game that I'm just going to pop into. 
pop in at w w whenever I can. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially Forgon, you know, being because uh, it because it reminded me a lot of Dead Cells. You know, I had a very serious addiction with Dead Cells <laughs> last yeah. summer. Like very, it was. Mm, mm. It was oh god, I loved it. I loved it. Um, so it definitely seems like it's gonna be that type of game, being a being a being a rogue. Well, I'm, I don't know if it's roguelike, but you know. It's it's to that same ilk that that same definitely aesthetic same design the, the nice color palette you know it's definitely my style of like two D game that I like to play on the go you know mm -hmm. um, but that one definitely did impress me hundred percent so I, I really like that one a lot um, and you know just to talk briefly now that we're kind of doing this co op thing whatever with Minecraft Dungeons that looks great um, I haven't been the biggest Minecraft fan ever you know mm -hmm. like I pop in here and there I did after E three with my friends one night. We were trying to rebuild our old job that we used to work at, just for shits and giggles, or whatever. So you know, like I like Minecraft, fine. You know, I don't love it. I'm not, you know, but Dungeon seems like definitely something that I could definitely get into, like really heavy. You know. Yeah, I haven't been super in on Minecraft for a few years. Like high school, I used to play with my friends um, on weekends or whatever, mm -hmm. or in class because we had laptops in school. Mm. Um, but yeah, the concept of dungeons and just the idea of doing something like that appeals way more to me than Minecraft story mode. Even though I'm a huge Telltale fan, yeah. um, I never played Minecraft story mode, but Dungeons just seems awesome. Definitely. 100%. So, I definitely um, mm -mm. Next up for me, speaking of Switch games, that is, like just screams to be a Switch game. This is something that has stuck with me since I saw the reveal. I have zero investment in this franchise. Okay. I've always thought it was like kind of interesting, but like as time went on, I was like, eh, it looks like it's just trying too hard. But this new game in the series is just like so cool to me, and it just seems like the like a perfect, cozy, awesome game to just have and put so much time into. Okay. And it's not even gonna be sixty bucks; it's gonna be uh, like forty, I think. Oh, I think they're talking about Darksiders yeah. Genesis. I have not Dark seen this game. Genesis, dude. Does, does it look cool? I haven't even looked at any trailer about it yet. I know it existed. Like, I know it got announced. I just, I just don't know. I haven't seen gameplay of it, you know? So it's a spinoff. It's not Darksiders 4, and it's, but it is the introduction to the fourth horseman. Uh, so far, we have War, Death, Fury, and now Strife. Okay. So Darksiders Genesis is a top-down kind of dungeon crawler with like elements of Diablo, mm -hmm. but the way it was more described that I've heard in impressions is more of a mix of like, not necessarily like the depth of Diablo, but like the experience of going through dungeons in the Laura Croft Curse of Osiris or Temple of Osiris game. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Like last gen, it was like that top down Lara Croft game that was co-op and really Laura fun. Lara Croft Go? No, it was, a, it was uh PS3 and 360. Oh, uh, mm. Okay, I don't remember, but okay, all right. So it's like, it's a top-down view, mm -hmm. but game looks beautiful. It looks, it's like the best-looking Darksiders game I've ever seen. Interesting. And the idea of being able to either run through dungeons as one of the four horsemen from Darksiders, which I think Darksiders has, like, some cool designs. Right. Um, That trailer showed, like, this three-headed gross monster boss mm -hmm. that I was having banter with Strife, and I was like, Strife is, like, cool. He's a cool dude. He's just, like glass cannon he's got pistols he's like running around all over the place mm -hmm. but it looks like a fun mix of zelda diablo and like that Lara croft game mm -hmm. and it's appealed to me way more than any of the any other darksiders game 
and it's one that I'm just like constantly thinking about. I'm like, I wonder when that's coming out. It's dated for 2019. Hmm. No, uh, nothing more specific than that yet. But that might be like a day one for me. I'm like really nice. looking forward to that. Okay, all right. I see you. So. I see you. Yeah, I've only seen gameplay of like Dark Siders three, and like I I debated picking it up, but I was like, eh, eh. I still want to yeah. check out Dark Siders one. Yeah. Because, um. The original Darksiders always got compared to Zelda, but if it was, like, during the apocalypse and, like, in a grittier fantasy setting. Interesting. And it just, like, it seems cool. So, right, right. I see. I'm okay. excited. I see. All right. On my list, uh, this was shown on the Xbox stage, and uh, this is definitely, like, a branching off of, like, my liking this now. For having like super, you know, narrative-driven games, you know, not not like it's just started, but like you know, it's it's it falls in that category of like, all right, I want like really cool narrative, you know what I'm saying? Um, it was it's called Twelve Minutes. Yes. It was a top-down adventure game featuring a man trapped in a twelve-minute time loop. Um, so as of right now, it's not confirmed for PlayStation. It looks like it's just mm-hmm. gonna be on Xbox and PC, but also Mac. So if I have to, I will play this on Mac. It seems like. My Mac could definitely run this game. Doesn't seem that intensive at all, um, but it just featured like a. It, it was just such a cool concept, you know, of like this man being in this loop, and I think there's only three characters as far as I'm aware. Like, like I think it's just the man, and his wife, and like this cop that knows what the woman possibly did in the past, something like that. It just seems like a super super cool story um, that I definitely want to experience. You know, it, I don't know how long it's gonna be. I don't know if it's literally gonna be 12 minutes or what. I don't know if, uh, you know you have to get a specific ending to beat the game or you just get the ending that you get and you can, you know, move on. Not sure how it's going to go down like that way, but right. I really, really liked it. Like, the the voice acting, definitely, I feel for me, stuck out a lot. Like, it seemed like a triple-A style of, you know, voice acting and it d- definitely seemed really, really well done, you know? So, mm-hmm. that's it. I like that one a lot. Definitely, definitely did impress me. Definitely did. That one stuck... That was one of the games that, like, really stuck out for me the entire E3. It was, like, that game, you know, and that showing. Mm-hmm. So. It's a unique it's concept for something like that because, personally, like, I really love having short experiences like that where mm-hmm. I can, like, chip away at it and get, like, a full, like, a full session's worth of satisfaction out of it. Like, I could probably sit down, assuming, like, maybe half an hour, get through one or two scenarios, and be like, cool, I'm excited to go back and see what happens next. Right. So 12 minutes does seem like a cool idea. Right. Um, I wonder how many different endings there are. Yeah. Because if you're just limited to, the, like, that apartment, which is, like, a bedroom, a bathroom, and a kitchen. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, like, how much replayability slash... Uh, opportunity for getting weird with things you have. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, because it definitely seemed like very. They 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 did show a few outcomes that you could get, you know, where mm. like, you die, she dies, you know, stuff like that, you know, different scenarios. But um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm I'm definitely gonna keep my eye on that one. Definitely, definitely, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's, it looks very cool. Yeah. Uh, next up for me. This one is not really going to be surprising. Mm. So, uh, Final Fantasy VII. Mm. That was the best gameplay demo I saw at E3. Um, 
seeing the way they realized this environment that only takes you five hours in the PS1 version of this game. It's like five to seven hours max, and seven is like pushing it like you're really like either lost really? or grinding. Yeah, it takes like maybe five or six hours to get through Midgar. Seeing what they've done, seeing the combat system, seeing them up, like take that tactical turn-based aspect of Final Fantasy VII and classic Final Fantasy and reimagine it to be what it is now. And it's the thing is, like, it's not even unique because it's basically just like you're, you have cooldowns for abilities is what they're taking it now. And just like the realization of that idea, I guess just makes so much sense and i almost don't want them to ever go away from that combat system again just from what they've shown right 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 because like i liked 15 15 was like just an open world game it was like combos like square 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 triangle like what you'd expect from an action game yeah but this is cool because it's like yeah you can mash attack and stuff with your buster sword or your uh gun if you're barrett but that's really just only there to like chip away small amounts of health, but build up your uh, super meter so you can do your ATB attacks and stuff like that. So I think it's a really cool balance. And like, it's kind of like they're not remaking Final Fantasy seven. It's like, they're just making that game again. If that distinction is clear enough, you know, of course. course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they're not, it doesn't seem like they're beholden to, what people remember about that original game, which I still haven't even beaten. Um, I've played through the first disc. I own it on PS4, but I've played through the first disc of uh, 7. Yeah. And I'm, uh, like, post the big spoiler for the game. But, yeah, I uh, love what I saw. The fact that it's going to be, again, that opening environment that takes five hours in the PS1 version on two Blu-ray discs. That's a lot. That's a that's fifty gigs each. That's a hundred gigs of just that original beginning area. That's a lot. That's a lot. And I think the thing that really shook me the most with this demo is so the the opening cinematic for Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Aerith on the ground, like kneeling, looking in some street corner or something. She stands up. It's on her face. Camera pans out. Slowly pans out. It shows you Midgar keeps panning and then it's like final fantasy 7 the, the title comes up and you just see midgar mm-hmm. and like it's ps1 cg you know they recreated that here and just seeing them do that pan out right. and seeing the way the city looks i'm like man that entire city is explorable probably <laughs> i bet like it looks like it's fully rendered like right. in the actual map that's just like a side view of it Huh. Interesting. So seeing seeing that was just pretty cool. I, I thought it looked really cool. Um, I've never played Final Fantasy VII, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely did. It looked really, really cool. Like it looks something that like even I might be interested in, you know. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And I'm gonna reiterate this because the other day my brother told me he just found this out, and I think you told me like last episode he just found this out. Final Fantasy VII. Is not connected to Final Fantasy VI or VIII or IV. Final Fantasy VII's story is self-contained within Final Fantasy VII. Ah. Uh, They're like so anthologies. Is the Final Fantasy series kind of like Call of Duty? 
where like well, it's more like American Horror Story. Okay. Gotcha. Where it's like yeah, there's some crossover elements, like some of the creatures and stuff, but like unique existences, unique realities. There's no real cross. Like, like I, I don't, I don't have to play any other Final. I don't have to play any other Final uh, Final Fantasy to play Final Fantasy VII at all. No, no. That's lit. All right, cool. So I just want that out there again because a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe I will. You never know. Maybe I will. Uh, my next game is from the developers of a game that I was brutally obsessed with. I loved. You loved as well a lot. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey creators are making this new IP called Gods and Monsters. Let me tell you something, boys. Let me tell you something. I know they showed like a minute 30 trailer. What was it? It was just Cinemax. We've seen the gameplay. That art direction. That was arguably probably the best thing at Ubisoft's conference. I'm prepared to say that. Is argue like other than Watch Dogs Legion, which was obviously you know pretty good. Um, what about Bam Bam the dog. Yeah, of course. Shout out Bam Bam. Shout out Bam Bam. Absolutely, Bam Bam was. Yep. Shout out. We have the. I love how there were memes of E3 of like the of like the three the three fathers of E3 whatever like the three gods, Keanu, um, the lady that revealed Ghostwire, and then Bam Bam. It's funny, but whatever. Yeah, Bam Bam was cool, obviously. But um, no, Gods and Monsters in terms of games at Ubisoft, that was a really cool thing. Like, imagine a prettier Fortnite graphics, colorful environment, and I believe you're fighting gods or something like that. Or I forgot exactly what the premise of the game is. I could probably, you know, do a quick GG search on it real quick. But um, it is, it, to me, it blew me away. I thought it was really, really cool. Really, really good. So I have the synopsis right here. I'll just read it real quick. Uh, let's see. So it comes from a storybook adventure about a forgotten hero on a quest to save the Greek gods. Prove your heroism by fighting dangerous mythical creatures and taking on their fearsome leader in a face-off for the ages. Explore a beautiful fantasy world where tricky trials, treacherous dungeons, and heroic feats await. The journey will be as challenging and rewarding as the final destination, and you will emerge as the hero you are meant to become. So I am digging it. I'm digging it a lot, especially off of the back of them making AC Odyssey. Ever interesting yeah. how that like that team supposedly is not working on the AC? If they're working on this, or maybe they have two separate teams, you know, beyond that point, and they are maybe are still flushing out AC. Because I assume one half of the team is probably working still on Ozzy DLC, as they're still pumping out to this day. Like there's still a content plan rollout for Ozzy at this point, you know. Um, yeah, I assume they're working on that, but I assume this other half team is probably working on this new IP, which I think looks great. And it, there's definitely, of course, correlations to, you know, AC Odyssey was dealing with Greek gods and stuff like that. Um, uh, wait, yeah, for not directly, but mostly, right? Yeah. So it was really cool to see that, um, you know, they're still kind of using that info and using that backbone for a new IP that looks really, really cool. It looks very Breath of the Wild inspired. Mm, it does. And I'm excited to play it. It's coming out soon, too. It's February 2020. February 25th, my birthday. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, that pretty works cool. out. Pretty cool. I'm like, hey, there we go. Dope. And it's crazy. They like they started working on it late last year. Yeah, so what do you think how big this game's going to be? Do you think it's going to be like a very just narrative-driven story? Do you think it'll be open world? Like, Honestly, I think, think it's going to be open world. And I think okay. the art style is going to allow them to work faster on the game because the thing is the odyssey team was like 300 people that's so big dude god it's a big team that's so that a lot team of people. 
working one year with this art style, I feel like they could probably put out a really fun, right, solid game. Yeah, no, I so, can't yeah, wait that, for that one. That was a good pull. I'm looking really forward to that. One. Really good one. So I Kevin, hope, I, I hope we do on crossovers though. We haven't talked about which games we have, but it's it's all good. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So there's two more for each of us. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Being honest, right now, both these spots are kind of blank. Mm. But there are two games that I'm looking forward to, but like they didn't really wow me. Mm. So you know, yeah, so, it seems like a Watch Dogs Legion type of thing for me. The way it sounds okay. like for you right now, you know, I feel that kind of. I feel. I that. mean, sore though. I don't know. Like, there's a couple things that I've had a heightened interest in mm-hmm. after E3. Like, uh, Creature in the Well, I'm more excited for now. The, uh, that's that pinball game. I don't it's recall. a thing that Pop Agenda is putting it, helping put out. I don't recall, but alright. I feel you. I don't know. I, I am drawing a blank. I assume if you showed me, I would remember. But It's the game where, like, you're done. It's like a Zelda-like kind of, but you have a sword and you shoot like balls of energy and then you hit them and you ricochet like you're playing pinball to like kill people. That sounds really cool. Why am I forgetting? Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. That isn't on my list, but like something like that is really appealing to me right now. But I'll say one of my favorite trailers of the entire uh, show. Yes. Okay. I remember. Sorry. Okay, yeah. I remember. So next up again, this is a very me thing. Because I don't think it necessarily had a good presence at the show, but I thought the trailer they had was amazing. The trailer for Dragon Quest Builders 2. Definitely a Nami thing, but go off, King. Go off. <laughs> go off. So, I haven't played a game like Minecraft since, again, we were talking, like, high school. Yeah. But I can sink hours and hours into a game that's like that, where I'm just chilling out. I'm, like, creating. Same with Animal Crossing. And the thing is, like, I would have put Animal Crossing in this slot, but the delay hurt. The, the delay hurt me. I have. Mm, so Animal Crossing is on my list. Okay. So I'm sure we, um, will, we will get to the point and, and we'll talk about that because there were. Yeah, go ahead. So Dragon Quest Builders 2 is coming out soon. It comes out July 12th, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the reasons I love Animal Crossing are the reasons I'm so excited for this game because it looks just so fun and jolly and you're just building a kingdom right you can like go on some adventures you can like get new villagers and you can just have a good time farming and relax like i'm gonna put like over 200 hours into this game <laughs> heck yeah heck yeah i'm really excited for it that trailer had a great energy mm-hmm. that guy whoever they got to do the vo for that oh trailer, my god he was lit Marie, he was he was screaming. great i'm like let's go it got that me was, hyped i never played dragon yeah, quest doors but i'm like all right let's go <laughs> let's see this gameplay okay <laughs> that was honestly i think it's getting the spot half because it's a game that i'm excited for already yeah and half because of that guy's voice honestly he was really excited about it uh, and quite frankly it showed it showed deal nice yeah. pick i enjoy it uh mine's gonna be a bit so mm, this spot was tied between three games Ooh, okay all i believe shown at the same conference if i'm not aware I'm pretty sure they showed the same. Yes, they were shown at the same conference, I believe. I could be wrong. Pretty sure they were. Um, and I was trying to juggle between which three I was going to do. But I figure 
I'll do this one. Because I think this one overall speaks to me a bit more than the other two. But even though they all speak to me a lot. And I will probably play all of them. But one of them was definitely like, alright, probably this one. Outriders. Oh. It is a uh, one <laughs> What's that reaction? <laughs> I thought it looked cool. I thought it was a really cool trailer. That's Man, it was a CG trailer. I know. All of them were CG trailers. I know. That's, that's why like, I didn't list any CG trailers. All, all three. That, God, gods and monsters with, with a CG trailer. No, it wasn't. That was an engine. Oh, my God. Seriously. <laughs> They're all trailers. Whatever. Well, Explain anyway, your reasoning. There's a truck outside. I got to close the window. I just thought it looked really cool. You know, a really, and uh, we did get some info about it. You know, a one to three drop in, drop out co-op shooter in that dark, original, desperate sci-fi universe. I like sci-fi stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, overall, I thought it was, you know, I don't know I don't know what this hullabaloo Chris is talking about. But I thought, you know, it looked it looked very nice with the with the way the game was going and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And the other two games, you know, since all of a sudden we're not counting trailers now. Excuse me. Ghostwire. I'm so confused because, <laughs> no, I think I'm just, I'm just lost here because <laughs> it was one of the worst ways you can show a game. I understand It was that. a new IP that was revealed with just a CG trailer and then a dev diary. We've had a ton of those. Yeah, and it's not good. But I thought the game seemed pretty interesting. <laughs> Same with my other two okay. games I had in this slot, Ghostwire Tokyo, as well See, as but that, that show that gave you hints of things that could be cool. That was like the what? rapture happens, and you have like supernatural powers. You're in Tokyo, and you got like a bow and arrow, and you're this like weird like Hawkeye from Endgame. And not rather you are one or you are you are one of three different characters that have elemental powers and abilities that you have a drop in co op sewer style thing where you're in the deep dark sci fi universe. We got like the same info. The same. You know what else? Both of them. You know what else showed something like that, but showed gameplay with that almost similar oh same description. Yeah. Yes, sir. What? That new Ninja Theory game. Yeah. That I hero shooter. Wait, the, uh, the, uh, the, like, hero shooter, like, three on three or four on four, whatever it is? Yeah, Bleeding Edge, whatever, that's right. Wasn't there gameplay on Bleeding Edge? Yes. But. Explain to me why <laughs> Outriders is something more interesting with just CG and not even, like, a date, I don't think, there than something like date. Bleeding Edge, which is targeting the same sort of style of a game. Bleeding Edge is a little bit more of a lighthearted type of game, as far as I'm aware. It seemed it seemed very like Overwatch esque type of you know uh, feel and style. You know, maybe maybe a bit more serious, maybe a mm -hmm. bit more serious. But I would I would realm you know in the Overwatch scale you know of that type of ilk of character designs of like that a little bit closer to uh, uh, Bleeding Edge as opposed to Outriders, which seemed like a uh, more of a it seemed like uh, Outriders just seems you know this dark side of thing that I personally was feeling. I was like you know this this seems interesting. Also, Deathloop. So of See, that, Deathloop, again, of that, of that, just like Ghostwire. Little bum, they didn't show gameplay, but Deathloop gives you an interesting concept that we haven't seen in anything before. I honestly think you need to go back and watch the Outriders thing. I really, do. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I feel like, and feel again, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like just specifically angry about Outriders. <laughs> I'm just angry that so many people thought it was would be just fine to just so show CG trailers at E3 this year. 
Like Halo, what the hell was that? Listen, I am with you. I don't like how we didn't see. I don't know why this year was like, all right, guys, listen, let's just have a mass meeting at E3, right? Let's no, I know exactly any, why. Let's not show gameplay for anything. And I know there was know that exactly Kotaku why. article. Are you talking about that? No, I think Kotaku? it is oh, because um, Anthem. Mm. Well, that has a part. So the Kotaku argument, just quickly, was that um, that like off of the off of the first like inception of this issue started with Watch Dogs, right? The first reveal of Watch Dogs back in what 2011, 2012, something like that. I forgot when it was now, but like how that trailer looked magnificent, and then we got the final release of it, and we got those you know now pretty common side by side videos on YouTube that are bashing the original showing of the game. Versus what it came right. out to be, right? So a lot of publishers and devs don't want that to happen anymore, you know? Yeah, so. I think, yeah, so similar to that, but I think Anthem is the big target here because that game was shown, and then when it came out, it was like, where was that location? That just was not the truth that you showed me at that, that reveal. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I think a lot of people were like, hey, we don't want to do that. We don't want to get criticized like Spider-Man Puddlegate or whatever. Like, Puddle, Yeah, <laughs> Puddlegate. Shout out Puddlegate. Like... I think that is exactly why, and I kind of think it was not the right decision. Like, if you're gonna show a game, show what the game is. You don't have to, because the thing is, this is lying just as much as this the that anthem thing was. Well, I mean, you know? how how is Deathloop a better scenario than Outriders? Because Deathloop has a hook. What's the hook? It no, has oh, no, a no. good. I, I, I am with you. I like Deathloop. I, mm-hmm. I that was almost on this lot. Almost. See, the thing is, if Deathloop or Ghostwire had a little bit of gameplay, they would have been, like, probably number one and two on my list. Oh, 100%. Deathloop has a concept that we haven't seen in games before. I, I cannot think of any game right now where it's, like, uh, what the concept seems to be conveying is it's either single player, you pick a character, or it's, co- or like, two players. You're going through this world and you're this amazing assassin, and then you just gotta avoid being killed before you can do your thing, because if you get killed, you gotta start over and do the entire thing again, and it's just, like, a continuous progression, and, like, the characters both looked awesome and interesting, and, like, it just seemed like, and the developers that came out on stage had a passion behind what they were talking about, where... It was like the highlight of the Bethesda show for me, even over Doom Eternal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just has that unique thing of like, similar to that, like that Tom Cruise movie, like the Live, Die, Repeat Ed, thing. Edge of Tomorrow, I believe it was called yeah. in the States, but I know globally it was called Live, Die, Live, Die Repeat. repeat. I think. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, that's interesting, and I can't think of many other games that do that, or something like that. Outriders, I feel like, is targeting that kind of game that I can think name like 30 of those right now. <laughs> so if you're going to show a game that is like that, I think it has to come, especially for a reveal for a new IP, it has to be bold and it has to be like, this is what makes ours unique and why you we deserve your attention over the things out there like Apex, like Overwatch, like, uh, what was that? Like Cliff Blazinski one? Like, Oh, uh, the skateboard one? The no, skateboard battle royale? No, 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 no. Not oh, battle the royale. one that, oh, like oh, shooter thing. oh, the one that I actually like a lot. Yeah, Lawbre- I liked Lawbreakers. Yeah, but like, if I, I see this trailer and I just see Lawbreakers. Mm. 
it's like you're not doing enough to sell this That's world right. or this concept. Right. It was like showing just I don't think it was a good reveal and I think it was just the summation of this E3 CG problem in one of the better conferences of the entire week. So, yeah. I can definitely see that. I see where you're coming from. Definitely 100%. Yeah, I get it. But, like, I think all these three games that I named, Outriders, Deadly Ghostwire, even though some seem more interesting than others, I thought they all share that same issue of, like, we didn't actually see see any, like, you know, gameplay of it, per se. So, I I just picked Outriders just because I I just thought it looked looked cool. I thought it was cool. Even though the other ones also looked cool. game could be cool. I just think it had a very bad reveal, and it was like just a good example of what i thought was wrong with the c3 it's your it's your game of the year christian don't worry about it. spring 2021 watch man your game of the year watch you heard the year first uh, <laughs> what's your number one pick so here's again uh-huh. mm. here's where it gets tricky mm. i love to hear it because a game that i'm looking forward to that i think was the best moment of e3 this year the best moment of e3 and i i don't want to i'm not counting breath of the wild too because i feel like that was just so it, it was like so much to digest with just that short amount of time and i love breath of the wild i cannot wait for the sequel i bet it's coming holiday 2020 it just looks so dark but like that was awesome that was my favorite thing from e3 i think but my favorite thing that was like more tangible was the the Keanu moment? Mm-hmm. That was cool. But with Cyberpunk, again, just a CG trailer conveyed points. I thought it was less interesting than that CG trailer that crashed Xbox last year. Yeah. Um. Dude, have you heard of the what they show behind the scenes? Yeah, and again, I'm expect. I think there was uh, a rumor it's coming out later this summer. Yeah, like yeah. After it was like August when they're gonna release it. I think. Crazy. So like, I, ha- I have t- trouble giving it to Cyberpunk. I also have trouble giving it to Jedi because I was really not super stoked going into E3 for mm-hmm. Jedi Fallen Order. In retrospect, I'm like, yeah, they kind of showed some stuff that looked all right. It looked like pretty average, but it- the combat looked amazing. Yeah. But I don't think that's enough. In my highlight. Yeah, I mean, I, I, me and you were 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 pretty positive on Jedi Fallen Order, but. I think we both kind of share that, like, I don't know if it, like, completely 100%, like, blew us back, you know? I thought we just both thought it looked pre- really, pretty to really good, you know? Yeah, like, I think seeing the combat and seeing how the game good looks, the combat looks right, like it's going to feel, right. Souls-like, um, I feel like that, on top of everything else they've shown, is going to leave me in the same spot as Spider-Man. Mm. But, like... Yeah, man, I, I, it's it's a tough choice, but I feel honestly, I'm I'm gonna go backtrack a little bit. I think number one is just gonna be Zelda. Breath or Breath of the Wild. Yeah, the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Ah, CG trailer, mm, interesting. That, that's <laughs> I'm a different joking, I'm, I know, I'm joking. Because that wasn't I'm CG, joking. that was in engine. Breath uh, of the Wild looks exactly <laughs> like that. I know, I'm joking. I feel that. <laughs> you see the shot at the end of that trailer that you can like barely see the castle in the background. That is in engine. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think, like I said, there's just so much in that reveal. Um, I think 
Nintendo had my favorite show. I think it was Nintendo Square, kind of funny, and then the rest. Yeah. Um, shout out PC Gaming. They had some cool games there. Shout but like, yeah. yeah, Breath of the Wild two. I know you didn't finish Breath of the Wild. No. Um, I don't know. I've been thinking about going back to it and giving it another shot, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I I I, I don't know. I may or I may not. I'm not sure. I yeah. I like kind of want to just to understand the conversation behind Breath of the Wild, you know? Not that, like, I'm disagreeing that, you know, I can acknowledge that, no, it's an important game. Everyone likes it a lot. You know, it did a lot of good things for the franchise and overall in gaming as a whole. Like, it, definitely people seem to be up and up on it, you know, so I can acknowledge that. But I would like to see it firsthand, you know, and, like, understand that point of view. But who knows? We'll see. We'll see. So I think the reason why I'm so excited for it and the reason I think it, honestly... I don't think it stole the show the way like the Keanu moment stole the show, mm. but I think it stole the show as far as like what it means for Nintendo moving forward right. because like everybody's in this weird in between right now. But Nintendo's like, hey, that great game that you all loved, we're making a sequel to it. It's a direct sequel. The first time I can think of in recent memory that there's been a direct follow up since like the 90s, maybe for a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Same character, same world. And it looks just so dark. And my two favorite Zelda games tied for number one, Twilight Princess and Link's Awakening. Both of those games have like a melancholy to them and just like a sort of like dire, hopeless feel. And I'm really excited to see them tackle that in the same universe and world as Breath of the Wild, where Breath of the Wild was so like beautiful and calm and serene. I, there's just a lot that excited me about that trailer and I do I like it makes me happy that like we're still in like the real good not even close to the middle of the switch life cycle right now right and that was just refreshing across this entire e3 where it's just like a lot of like smoke and mirrors for a lot of things right so hmm. I see I see my number not um well my my last game i liked you know yeah not, see man it's like really hard to be like oh the best thing yeah yeah none of yeah i don't i don't know what the best would 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 have been um but you gotta give it up for animal crossing new horizon now this game does share an issue i have with another game that i will talk about at the end of this whole thing but overall i'm sure me and christian were definitely i'm sure you were also very very happy about having that uh that like um orbital view where the where the world comes in the orb i'm sure like i saw that, i'm like okay cool thank god looking nice um tom nook still out here being you know being a debt collector you know what i'm saying being big homie making sure i pay my debts you know but overall um it looked really cool uh it just looked to me like more and better animal crossing which i haven't played it i haven't played animal crossing in so long i oh my god since like whew, since 3ds Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, on the Wii. New, what was it called? New Village. What was that? New Leaf was on the New 3DS. Leaf. No, 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 no. The one, the one for the Wii. I forgot. City what... Folk, I think, was on the Wii. I think City Folk. Yeah. yeah, I think that was the last one I really got into. I think before that I was on New Leaf forever, but like you know, City Folk. I love Animal Crossing. I can always have it. I cannot wait to have it on Switch. It's ever going to be just like my chill out, you know, lay in bed do my upkeep on Animal Crossing, go to bed. You know, that's definitely what it's going to be for me. I love Animal Crossing. I love 
the aesthetic, the sounds of it, just to me, super nostalgic. You know, it just, it is, mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, I think I'm, again, huge Animal Crossing fan. I had Absolutely. like 250 plus hours in New Leaf on my 3DS. Um, I think New Leaf perfected what Animal Crossing is. Mm-hmm. And I was really worried that for the next one, for New Horizons, they were going to just mess with something they didn't need to mess with. Right. So I'm very happy that what we saw looks like, hey, mechanically, it's doing exactly what New Leaf did great, but it's introducing new things to the series because you've never been able to craft before. Never. I'm not counting Pocket Camp where it's like you have materials you can use to spend on things. You've never been able to, like, again, Dragon Quest Builders or Minecraft style, go out into the world, get materials, create tools, create furniture, create things with materials you find in your town or your island here. Mm-hmm. And I th- honestly, I think that mechanic of being able to craft, being able to pretty much build your entire village in this one from the ground up mm-hmm. is exciting and i think it's the right step forward that they could have taken mm-hmm. i agree because again i talked to you about this i was really worried that was going to be some weird gimmick about like very yes. oh it's all underwater or like <laughs> something weird so I'm, I'm happy it just looks like real solid animal crossing yeah i agree so i agree bummer that it's 2020 but that is so there are two games in the volume three that i could have sworn to you were coming out end of this year Watch Dogs Legion and Animal Crossing and I cannot believe they are both 2020 Q1 Q2 I will say though I cannot believe it I actually cannot believe it especially Watch Dogs so I'll say Animal Crossing uh, go to Nintendo for delaying it they have very good reasons to do it yes yes of course, of course. Um, and it's nice to see that like that the name Nintendo taking a stand against Crunch, I think, is a very good thing to see. Mm. Um, also, that's going to be the first big hit of the year, baby. That's going to be a real mm. good time. Mm. March. We're going to be starving for games. Dude, we have a then. packed 2020 early Q1 as of right now. It is very, very stacked. It is yeah. looking thick with two Cs, you feel me? So, I mean, I guess, I mean, now, you know, we have, a, at least as far as I'm aware... Posey, we have a we have a very clear path of what I will be playing for the next six months to round out yeah. 2019. Very very clear, you know. Yeah, same. Very clear. I don't um, know if we will discuss that on podcast or after the podcast. Not sure, but um, I because I'm still compiling my my like plan schedule for the rest of the year, you know. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And I would like to at, like I want to put this out there. Mm-hmm. Can we both agree mm-hmm. that the most exciting game that was shown at this conference that is coming out and we have a release date for it is Cyberpunk? Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. Because I do think that, like, that and the Breath of the Wild sequel were like the two, oh my god, this is E3 madness moments. Yeah. personally yeah so but like cyberpunk feels more tangible yeah no yeah could get delayed but like april next year is gonna be a good time mm-hmm. so that's cool and we, we talked about avengers earlier that's why it didn't make my list 
Yeah, um, Avengers, I feel like if they showed gameplay, maybe it would have been a little bit higher for me, but then again, hearing what was said about the Avengers gameplay that was shown behind closed doors, yeah. I'm like, huh, interesting. So, <laughs> interesting, um, but yeah. And I don't think I said this at the top of it, but my list wasn't really in any order. Neither was mine, no. Because, like, if I could have one of those games right now to play for the summer, it might be Darksiders, because that's... That, I've thought about that game so much mm. since it got revealed. Hey, okay, so. okay, all right. Sounds and again, good. like, shout out Creature in the Well. Uh, I wasn't too into it at that reveal, but, like, after seeing the E3 stuff, I'm like, this is going to be, like, a real solid dungeon crawler that I'm way into. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, low-key E3 this year. Yeah, yeah, very odd E3. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I have one question before we yeah. wrap up here officially. Do you think Sony will return to E3? Of course, you know, being know. a PlayStation source channel, you know what I'm saying? I just, I, I got to throw that out there. I'm just curious, you know. I don't know. I think it depends, honestly, how the rest of this year goes. Interesting. Interesting. Because whatever they're going to show this year, however many state of plays are left, if there's going to be a PSX, I think, realistically, they could totally get away with making a big deal out of PSX for the PS5 reveal and just don't show up at E3 and just have some more state of plays. I think a lot of it is going to depend on how the rest of the year shakes out. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's very up in the air. I just, I don't see them coming back. I don't know. If they do, I think it's going to be what we were kind of expecting of it's just another state of play, like direct style. Maybe they showcase like one game on the show floor or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So. We'll see, we'll see. But do you have I- any closing thoughts on E3 this year? Um, Any last shout-outs to games that you liked? Uh, here, I'll just roll up my honorable mentions real quick, I suppose. Hold on, let me just uh, pull this up real quick. So, Ghostwire Tokyo, Deathloop, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Cyberpunk 2077, Watch Dogs Legion, Wolfenstein Youngblood coming up here pretty soon. Definitely hype for that Wolfenstein. Definitely enjoy it. Cannot wait. Um, Doom Eternal. I have to play the original Doom 2016. Not the OG from back in the day, but Doom 2016. That is I think all- I'm going to pick it up today, actually. Ooh, it's on okay. sale on the sale ends today, so that is on my list of games to play. So yeah. not sure when it's happening, but I do want to play it. And we do have a conversation that is coming out in November, so that's cool. It's definitely mm-hmm. it, you know. Uh and then Borderlands three, of course. You know what I'm saying? Christian's game of the year as well, you know. Hey, I'm playing I played two for a couple hours the other day with my friends. Oh so. really? See where that goes. I going back to Borderlands one was a really moving thing for me. God. I love that game. God, I love mm-hmm. Borderlands 1. But do you have any album mentions to bring up games that just off the top of your head that you didn't get to voice your full opinion on? Um, Square Enix, thank you. Thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank you for giving me a way to play Final Fantasy VIII. Mm. I've wanted to play this game for so long, and I don't want to play it on Steam. I want to play it on my Switch. And if I really like it, I want to buy it on PS4 and the Platinum it. Uh, Leon... I know his name's Squall, but that's not real because in Kingdom Hearts, his name is Leon. I want to see his story and where he came from, so that's awesome. Mm. Uh, similarly, again, sticking with Square Enix, um, I think the Switch port of Dragon Quest Eleven looks real cool. There's a lot of stuff they're adding to that. Mm. I didn't play Dragon Quest Eleven in the fall. Uh, looking for an RPG to play in September-ish. Might check that out. Uh, Link's Awakening also. Just cool seeing that come together the way it's coming together. Um, I'm like thinking about getting Crash Team Racing. 
They're, they're showing some cool things there. Interesting. 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 But, yeah, man, I really can't think of many standouts. I think yeah. the things I'm really excited for, I already talked about, even the stuff that didn't make my list necessarily. Yeah. It was just a very odd E3. Very weird. I don't, it was just a very awkward feeling E3 overall. You know? Yeah. Don't know. I feel like and, like, and like, I feel like there's a lot less discussion after E3 about E3, which, at least... I feel like in past years, we'd be talking, you know, in a similar vein, we would talk, you know, maybe like a month and a half before E3 even started happening, like hearing a lot more. But we started feeling E3 like two weeks before E3, as opposed to like, you know, the regular like month and a half before, month-ish, you know. And I feel like, you know, I know we're literally a week, oh, almost about a week after E3, you know, as of mm-hmm. as of 6 o'clock tonight, I guess, would be a week. Um, well, not including Nintendo, but of course, you know, they also matter. But, um, I feel like there's less discussion about the Z3 in specific, you know? I don't know. Kind of, yeah. I don't know. I- I'm curious to see what the summer's like, because there's not a ton of releases coming up, and I don't know how much more things are going to be announced for this year. I but... know the Judgment's coming out. Isn't that, like, this week or next week? Are you so. Are you going to pick that up? I think there's a handful of PlayStation games coming out between now and October that I'm going to wait for Black Friday. Judgment, Control. Yep. yep. Both of those. Uh, maybe Crash, Team Racing. Yeah. For me, uh, I think my next big game that's new is Wolfenstein Youngblood. I mean, I got some Nintendo stuff coming up pretty soon that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. But other than that, next big PlayStation thing I'm getting day one. Uh, I wrote it down. What is it? I think maybe Ghost Recon. Mm. So mm. it's going to be an interesting summer. So uh, if you enjoyed the episode, make sure you can keep it locked here. We're going to have uh, new content. Absolutely. New stuff coming up over the summer. You don't got new announcements for games to keep you entertained. Then you got us. Um, Kevin, if the people want to find you, where they can find, where can they find you? Find me in the lower third here at the kid is one two three. You can follow me on there. Uh, you can catch me, of course, on my Twitter, and of course on the YouTube.com/slash/PlayStationSource YouTube channel. Uh, we are still continuing on that weekly road to part two, and it hasn't been weekly yet, but now it will be weekly because we are past E three and past the whole you know questioning of us to the play whatever. We are now right. hopefully going to move into a season of weekly roads to part two so get hyped for that of course save slot every friday the weekly news show where we go over all things playstation news rolling first party and third party so uh definitely catch us on there and a bunch of other videos i got working as well in the background so uh keep it locked keep it locked very nice and if you want to follow me you can follow me on twitter at chris and buckley like kevin said uh stick around here he's doing lots of good work you did a great job covering e3 shout out to you yeah even though it, you know, <laughs> got in a trash can on fire, you know, but... Uh, hey, that wasn't your fault. That hey, was Ubisoft. Yeah, it is what it is, you know. Oh, well. Or YouTube's, actually, but... I don't know whose fault um, it was, but <laughs> hopefully it gets resolved. So, uh, yeah. Um, I have a Marvel show, youtube.com slash joyclicks. It's wrapping up soon. Uh, and, yeah. That's about it. That's what I got to say. It's summertime. Excited to clear through some backlogs. Year, I mean, some are the backlog, absolutely. Yeah. Some are the backlog. Well, am I playing okay. Arkham series next? Nice. nice am nice. I? Am I? I don't know. I don't know. Please do it. I don't know. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I just finished Resident Evil. 
Ooh. I think I'm doing Resident Evil 2 next, and I'm working on Crash 2 right now. So okay. it's, a, it's a good season to be playing okay. games. Okay, okay, okay. Deal. So until next time. Greatness awaits.